Blog Talk Radio. Talk radio for Todd fans. This is RungrenRadio.com. Strickland at AWAS Live. It's sneaking up on us. I'm getting nervous, Cruiser Mill. I know, I know. Nervous, but in a good way. Yep. A lot of stuff going on with that show. Oh, my God. Someone just wrote up on the chat room that it's 18 days away. Oh, don't scare <laughs> me. That. Oops. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's not what we need here. All right, so we got more scoop than Baskin Robbins tonight. Not really, but our right. show overall, I'd say we do. What do you think? I don't know. Um, I think so. We got lots of lots of information for folks. Yeah, let's dish it out. Let's give some of the usual things. Why don't we start with some gig action? Gig action, like yeah. tour dates? Sure. You got some uh, Todd. We got some Todd tour dates that came out today. Looks like. Oh well, I don't have those. You need to tell what? those. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Y'all heard that first here live on RunGunRadio.com. Actually, what it is, you've got, um, what's that town? Annapolis, where our friend Mindy lives. And Bender lives near there. And so they're going to have a gig at the Ram's Head, the smaller one. Once again, this will not be AWOTS, I can assure you, because I've seen that place and I've seen that stage. But it's still going to be a... Todd Rummer show. That's all we know about that. Mm-hmm. And then I was told there is a another one scheduled for the 29th. I'm not sure where that is yet. Okay. Is In October. Saw? What's that? Is that October we're talking about? We're talking about October. Okay. I believe that one might be California. So I think Todd may be hitting the West Coast soon, which they're due. I guess, well, right? Yeah, after the AWOT shows, yeah. Yeah. We're we're talking about October now, people. Yep. Which it looks like 
that it is going to be true. Todd's only going to do seven of these AWOT shows in the United States and then go overseas, and they're looking for more over there, I think. But they've got two over there so far. So mm-hmm. that's all they got going on. Yeah, they got the, the one over in London, uh, February 6th and February 8th, hopping over to Amsterdam. I'm kind of hoping there's a couple more that they add over there. Uh, but you know, we'll That'd have to nice. wait and see. Play the waiting mm-hmm. game. The waiting game. Uh-huh. So what about our buddy Chasm? He's got some gigs. Ah, he really on? is. He's starting to put together a nice little little set of shows. Let's see. What has he got? When is that? That Nashville show's going on sale Monday. Yes. Next week. Mm-hmm. And when is the show? Is it the 29th? I think. It's August 29th, I believe. Yeah, it's a weekend. I know that. Wow. They're they're... Those tickets go on sale, and then you're at the show. Wow, that's great. Yep. And then, of course, Chasm will be appearing at the Akron Civic Center Hotel on September 6th at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. If you want your tickets for that, you have to go to the chasmstore.com. And then on October 9th, he's gonna, uh, they rescheduled his Maryland show to October 9th. So there you have it. Yes. The one in Nashville, I went to that last one. It is really a lot of fun. It's very unique. It's not all chasm. It's three other musicians. Typically, they have a round table of four. They're, and the other musicians are mainly songwriters. So chasm, of course, is a full-time musician and songwriter. These guys are mainly songwriters. They contribute their songs to other musicians, but they've got some great stuff. It is a lot of fun. It's a very small place, and it's got a lot of history. You're talking about 100, 150 people at the most in this place. Yeah. It's uh, very different. A lot of fun. Really well, you, good. Must, you must have gotten lucky because I saw your photos, and you were up pretty close to the front. I was. Miss Carrie hooked me up. All right. How about that? She was able to get tickets. She waited a little bit too long, or I'd have been on the front row, you know, but hey, I'll get over. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, she's going to hook me up this money, hopefully, because I'm definitely going back. I really enjoyed that show. I would recommend anybody go. Good, good. And about the one, the Chasm show in Akron, I, I put something up today, or yesterday, I think, just to, just to get a survey. Um, we were all kind of joking about that, you know, people might have to roll out of bed and go in their pajamas, but it's starting to look about 50-50. I think people are seriously going to wear pajamas to this thing. What about you? don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Not for me, no. I don't know that from the Saturday night party that I'll even change clothes. Okay. I just roll out, you know, from being sleeping on the floor wherever I end up and then yeah. stroll on down there with a hat on. Yeah, really. Looking for water. And Isn't, that, isn't that what ball caps are for? That's right. That's correct. Yeah. That's so... Now, I think this is about the third week in a row that we have tried to announce that t- this interview with Todd with Hofstra uh, University is mm-hmm. it's finally going to happen tomorrow, correct? That is correct. Okay. That uh, is supposed to be from 4 until 5.30 in the afternoon. WHRU 88.7 on your FM dial. Or you can go to the hofstra.edu, E-D-U, uh, website, and they'll run it live. How about that? So I hope this happens because we're, you know, our street cred's 
suffering here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to blame that on somebody else, though. Yeah. All right, I'm having a little trouble here with Bobby and with um, my um, trying Firefox, and it's telling me i got to download some Flash player and able to get the chat room open, and I'm kind of having a withdrawal here. I need to see. We got the chat room going. I mean, people are yapping. I need to see it. It's hurting my feelings. I know. Let me get that going. So let's see. Maybe Bobby right there. All right. All right. So here we go. We got Hofstra announced. How about Todd Fest West? Oh, yes, everybody. That's this weekend, Saturday, uh, which is the 22nd, Todd Fest West. Last call, everybody. You got to reply to RSVP 2009 at ToddFestWest.com to be able to go to that party. So hopefully everybody's already signed up for that so that they can get the slam and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would think that's what they would do. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> All right, so let's see. If you call in tonight, the number, you need to press 1. If you want to speak. If you want to speak to us. Yeah. So what's the number, Cruiser Mill? It is 646 9262. That's the call in number. Excellent. Okay, so Doug, you want to give us a little uh, AWATS information that might be. <laughs> we got three pieces of scoop tonight. Three. We got ding, two ding, callers ding. already. Man, Bobby Strickland is he popular. He's already calling in, but these aren't his area codes. So I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. I see. So, callers. Nine two five four and four will be in with you in just a moment. All right, so let's start with the webcast. Some of you might know we did a little survey on webcast action for AWATS Live. The decision has been made. They will be webcasting the two Akron shows and the two Chicago shows. And information will be available soon on Todd's official MySpace page, which is myspace.com forward slash Todd Runger Music. How about that? Awesome. You know, I've never watched a a webcast, but there's a first time for everything, and I'll definitely be tuning in for sure. Yes, it should be pretty fun. Yeah. I really like that they're going to do, you know, one night from the front and one night from backstage action and stuff like that. So I think that's cool. Yes. Okay, so Bobby's with us. He's hanging tight, listening to our lovely announcements. So... We'll have Bobby Strickland as our guest tonight, of course. So here's the deal on that. Um, the, it's not really backstage. It's more different views, I think, like from behind Prairie's drum kit and, and uh, a different group. They'll be moving around more. So you'll get to see different angles for both shows. And that is, again, going to be webcast, the two Akron shows, two Chicago shows, and you need to go to the MySpace page. It's not ready yet. They haven't decided everything. This will be worldwide access. They are definitely going to promote this, of course, with our friends in Japan and the U.K. if they don't want to find out what's going on for their show in February of next year. So there you go. Webcast is official. Yeah, that's cool. a big question. That would be my big question. If I if I wasn't planning on seeing that show for another four or five months after that, I don't know. Would I want to watch? Yeah. I probably could not help myself. I'd probably of course not. you can't. People are on the Internet looking for the set list five minutes after the show starts. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so another deal that some of you might know about, Michelle Rundgren is looking for 
old outfits that Todd used to wear back in the 70s, etc. Some pink chaps, some other craziness that is stretchy material because his weight has changed. So if you have any of this, you got it at an auction when they did some of those, when they moved from houses to houses, etc. Please contact Michelle or us, Radio at earthling.net. We'll send it to her. She is also going to be in charge of Todd's, I guess, costume changes. Yeah. Cool. That's very cool. Yes. Darnell says I have some popping and cracking on my phone. Does anybody else hear that? Let me know. It's 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 coming from me too. I I think it's Blog Talk tonight. Very good. Every time Bobby's on, we have problems with Blog Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna blame him. Yeah, Bobby Strickland, everybody, and he can't defend himself. We have him on mute. Sorry about. <laughs> okay, last but not least, to me, this is our biggest scoop because nobody, except for our consultants, who were Mike, Adrian, M A for Utopia, who has a blog page, of course, it's Todd Rundgren Arena blogspot.com. Is that right? Yeah. And then Jim Hillage Schneider. These guys are poster collectors. They collect all kind of stuff, but they're big into posters. The poster is ready. It was instantly approved by Mr. Rundgren. If you want to see it, we have already put it up. This was done by a professional this was done by an award-winning poster, concert poster artist. This was, he uh, won some awards on Polestar with a really cool poster featuring Tom Petty. He's done the B-52s, you name it. A lot of good bands, a lot of great posters. Oh, you guys, it looks so awesome. It's oh, nice. my God, it really is. It's yep. phenomenal. This guy knocked himself out. Yeah, great guy to deal with. Jeff's his name, Jefferson. Concertpostergraphics.com. But if you want to see the poster for AWOTS, the official poster, and get ready, it's kind of wild, but that fits the theme, go to our blog page. Cruiser Mail, give up the address. Oh, gosh, I knew you would say that. Uh, what is it? Rundgrenradio.blogspot.com. Got to do HTTP. Yeah. Don't do www. Check it out. It's wild. And we want to know what you guys yeah, give us feedback. Yeah. Somehow, some way. <clears throat> Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's check and see this caller right quick before we get Bobby on, see if that's somebody that had a question for us. Um, 414, you're with us. Hello, it's me. Hey, it's you. What's up? It's Mary. Hey, Mary. How you doing? Hey. Doing fine. Um, you? you probably didn't see me in, in the chat room. I said, it, you know, that's me on 414. Um. I'm just calling in to let you guys know that I'm <laughs> I'm prepared, kind of, to do my little test broadcast or webcast um, this week mm-hmm. and to pass along the, the address for anybody that would, um, if they're going to be around, I would love to have some feedback to make sure everything's working for the, for the party right. on Saturday, you know, the upcoming party. Let's hear it. When are you going to test this out? Um, I figure maybe um, I was going to. I should have talked to you guys earlier today, but something came up, and I I just got I just got back in. Um, Thursday evening, I can do it, and maybe I was thinking about maybe doing it earlier on Saturday 
for anybody that's overseas that'd be interested in, um, you know, looking in on it. Okay. Okay. Um, the web address is ustream.tv slash forward slash Gaia, G-A-I-Y-A. You like the letter U stream? Yeah, U-S-T-R-E-A-M dot TV forward slash, or not forward, just slash, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Gaia, G-A-I-Y-A. And then the the show schedule will be on there, so you'll, you know, anybody that that logs in there will know. Um, Thursday, I want to do it at 7 p.m. Central Time. So what are you um, what are you going to be showing people? What are they going to be watching? My ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just I just want to make sure that everything's you know up and up and running. I uh, thought I you know just because I you know I'm not real hyped about having to you know get on the camera myself. I you know I thought I'd bring out my guitars, you know, like my Todd guitar and my Roger guitar, and you can all see that you know. Oh, show and tell. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A little show and tell. That way you don't have to look at me. Okay, (laughs) Thursday night, 7 o'clock Central this week. And what time do you think Saturday? Um, What do you you guys think? What do you think would be a good time to get that maybe some of the overseas people would be around? Thinking, you know. 4 o'clock maybe in the afternoon? No, no, yeah, no, but I was a little earlier than that. <laughs> two o'clock, yeah, two o'clock. That's when we've had uh, the overseas guys on the show on Sunday. It's at two o'clock. Eastern, it's two. One o'clock central. One o'clock your time in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll do that then. So let's say seven p.m. central Thursday, mm-hmm. and did we say one or two? One, one central. One, one p.m. Uh, central on Saturday. All right. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate you calling in, letting us know. Great, and I'll I'll make sure I you know put some postings up on at the various places and see if somebody you know. Exactly. So I just want to get some feedback, and there will be there is a chat room, just like there is here on Blog Talk Radio set up, mm-hmm. so I can you know get feedback that way, and I would appreciate right. any help. Very good. Oh, okay. thank you so much. I'm so glad you're going to do this. This is going to be great. I don't know why I am, but I'm yeah I'm I'm happy to do it. I think it'll be fun. Yep, good I for think, everybody. You know, and, then they, and they copied you because they're going to webcast the shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's all my my doing, right? There you go. That's exactly <laughs> right. They steal they steal ideas off the internet. Trust me on this one. <laughs> well, uh, I am so jazzed about um, what it's going to be. It's 17 days for me, and I'll be in Ohio. So. All right. Well, you, you all take care, and thanks, Doug, and thanks, Mel, and I can't wait to see everybody. Looking forward to seeing you. Yeah. All right. Camera and at the, at the party. Yep. <laughs> all right, bye. Last for it. Thursday night. Yep. All right, so that's Mary from Chicago area, as I like to call it. So, Bobby, I'm sorry we've been rude and kept you on hold for so long. I think we need to play a little bit, though, before we unmute I've him. already got him unmuted. We'll go ahead and play the little bit before he speaks, then. Mr. Strickland, I'll make sure he's there. Oh. I am here, sir. I am here. I am here. <laughs> yes. So I've been instructed to play a clip, Bobby, so I'm going to have to 
worked that okay. out. I'm not sure which one it is. The uh, which one? Ah, uh, you want me to play? I'll play it. Sure. Yeah. Oh gosh, here we go. Looking something on. from Green Acres or yes, Green Acres. <laughs> okay, hold please. Hold please. don't know what you do, but if you don't know, this is Bobby Strickland. He plays horns and all kinds of instruments, and he played on the Nearly Human and Second Wind records and tours, and we've already talked to him about a year ago, but that was before we actually met him in Toddstock. So pre, everybody welcome, Pre-party. Bobby. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do yep. too. No, I said it was pre-party when we mm-hmm. talked. Yes, yeah. before Todd Stock. Right. BS, or BT. That's how we'll start doing things now, BT. Uh, okay. <laughs> 2006 BT. All right, very nice. So how did you um, come about getting this gig, and are you a percussionist and horns, or just horns? Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I heard that there were, I don't know who it was that told me, John or somebody called me and said that, um, they were looking for a percussionist that played saxophone as well. And um, uh, I, I didn't really give it another thought. I didn't think much. I hadn't been I hadn't been called at that time for it, so I didn't know what was going on. I didn't even know about the AWOT tour. Mm-hmm. I kind of tuned out. What? But what? You don't listen to Run Run Radio every <laughs> single week? <laughs> Sorry. He's playing with bands. Uh, out there working in other groups, too, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I was, uh, it was a Sunday. I played in, uh, I played a, a gig, and I was traveling home, and I got a, checked my uh, my phone, and there were a couple of messages from Mary Lou Arnold, and I thought, huh, that's interesting. So, yep, there it was. She said, Bobby, Todd wants me to find you. So, um, Shazam, here I am. <laughs> you know? And what am I? I'm not really a percussionist. I play hand percussion. Um, I do not like to beat my hands on things because it has a tendency to swell them up. And and uh, you know, if you ever seen a good percussionist's hands, they're they're like a couple baseball gloves or baseball mitts. And um, uh, when they play them, and when they play them for many many hours, their fingers actually split open. So they'll they'll tape their fingers. Um, in the fatty fatty uh, parts of the finger, so they won't split. Um, and I, I'm just I, I don't do that. I you know I don't pound my hands on conga drums. So 
um, I don't know, I might do something like that, you know, small amounts of it, but uh, we'll see. I could play uh, tambourines and um, other instruments like that, certainly. So percussionist is really almost a jack-of-all-trades. They kind of do just different, not typical sounds that are, you know, uh, prevalent in a song, maybe like a tambourine a little bit here and there, Congo drums. What, what other kind of stuff? I mean, it's... I still well, haven't got a grasp on what they do, this title, percussionist. There's so many different reactions we get when we say there's going to be a percussionist there. Well, I mean, a percussionist would add color to to, to tunes, you know. Um, wind chimes, or uh, they call them a, I think they call it a bell tree. You know, you've heard that a million times where somebody moves their hand down this uh, bunch of uh, metal tubes that gradually get longer or shorter. And they create this kind of chimey, dreamy sound. Um, there's there's tambourines, of course, and cowbells. More cowbell, of course. More cowbell. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, more cowbell. Uh, yeah, there's you know whistles and um, God. There's just a million different kinds of uh, sounds you can make. Uh, but a lot of times the a professional percussionist will base everything around the kunga drums and the bongos and maybe the timbales. So, um, and then, Well, I know it's probably not percussion, but who, if they end up doing some accordion, who do you think would do that? Can you do that? Can I do accordion? Yeah. Oh, God, no. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I do not touch the squeeze box. No, leave that to a professional... Yeah. No, that that wouldn't be me. There's a couple other guys in there that could probably play them. You know, I think Roger Palza, I think he probably plays accordion, doesn't he? He's been trying to learn from what I understand. It's just a little little bit, right, Zen Archer, which has some really great horn in it that you're going to – you probably already started learning, I guess. Really good stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. You that's can more or less a solo at the end you're talking about, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. – uh, Here's a as long as we're talking about instruments that you're going to be playing. I wonder, are you going to bring the didgeridoo? Um, yeah, that's funny. I have a tunable didgeridoo I built when I was playing with um, Missing Man Formation, and uh, I don't know if any anybody ever came out and saw that band. That was a lot of fun the, with Vince Welnick and um, and the whole crew. Uh, Prairie was in that in the first incarnation or the first go around of that. Um, that that instrument, is, I don't think is going to be called for uh, with with Todd's music. You know, that's a real low. It creates a very low um, sine wave, or I don't know even how to say it, a real low rumble, and it and it can be um, lost in the mix very easily. Uh, it's not. There's really no room for that in this in this music. I was hoping that there would be a place for that because I wanted to see it in action. But oh, really? <laughs> well, I'll get a pipe, uh, you know, backstage and blow on it for you sometime. Okay. <laughs> here, here it is. Circular breathing. Go for it. Yeah. So what? What have you? What? What? What have you been told to to do? I mean, for now, as far as learning your parts and all that. Well, um, we've only we've had a meeting. Um, uh, a chat, uh, an online chat meeting, and we're now emailing each other back and forth, discussing what we're all doing. Um, 
you know, there's there's two very fine keyboard players in this group, uh, with Greg Hawks and Roger Powell. And those two guys can create, you know, just about anything. Um, and then along with Jesse Gress and all the tools at his uh, at his fingertips, um, uh, and Todd, add Todd in on guitar. Um, although I'm not saying he's playing guitar, I have no idea. I really don't know what he's going to be doing on this too much. But um, and then Prairie and then myself, I we can create many many different kinds of sounds. Um, so I, you know, I can't tell you exactly what we're going to be doing because um, I think we're going to leave a lot of that up for a surprise, you know, oh, and I, I, I think people want to be surprised, and I think you're going to be surprised. Um, uh, the album is amazing. Um, that goes without being said. Um, and I'm so immersed in it at this point. Um, I mean, I can't get away from it. I, even while I'm sleeping, the songs are running through my head. Um, it's like learning an immersion program, you know, trying to learn a, n- a new language. But um, we have time to pull it all together, and Todd has all given us all directives at this point and kind of pointed pointed us in certain directions, and we are to um, go our separate ways and learn our parts <laughs> as best we can, and then we'll all convene soon and uh, put it all together and ready ready for display. Uh, That's a good, very good political answer. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want want you to spoil the surprise. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, Yeah. I I am bringing I am bringing several horns though. We'll leave it at that. So awesome. uh, I'll have the berry there for sure. And um, but I mean, you can hear that. You can if you listen to the album, you can kind of hear what's going on in there. Um, you can kind of guess what's going to be up there on that stage. I think. I don't know. A lot of odd sounds in there. Dogfight giggle. I have no idea how that's gonna. <laughs> God. <laughs> no. Oh idea. my lord. You know there. You know. You know who Danny Gatton uh, was. He passed away. But Dan, Danny Gatton, he was a Telecaster player, and uh, he was recording an album in Bearsville when I lived at Bearsville, and. Um, I was in on the sessions. I didn't record on any of them. They had a very fine saxophone player, organ player, uh, that they that was with Danny. And um, but I was lucky enough to be kind of a fly on the wall and sitting in there and got to meet Danny and the producer and and uh, you know watch how they were doing it. But Danny Gatton had these little toys that he would add in. He had this thing that would mimic the sound of a fart. And it was a, a little handheld fart farterator. I don't know what he would call it. But man, they'd add that in on some of the tunes, and I and when I was listening back to some of these tracks, I was thinking, man, this would be a good time to bring out that little, <laughs> you know, well, you know that's funny because, because in that dogfight giggle, I have wondered there is a little horn part that I've thought is that supposed to be a dog farting? I, you know what, I, I don't know. You're hearing a horn in there, are you? Well, it's kind of like a horn, like someone would have on a, a, a bicycle. Oh yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, I heard that too. Uh, the auga horn, right? Or no, not so much auga, but auga, you know, right? No, it's more like just a like maybe the kind of horn a seal's nose would pop, you know. Can you make the noise for me, Mel? <laughs> no. Come on, <laughs> come on, Mel. Yeah. I made a funny noise. <laughs> Let's see, kind of. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be an Ooga uh, horn, I think. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how we're going to make all those noises. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Bobby, if I were you, just uh, heads up. I would put on your contract that you do not want Michelle to dress you during the show. <laughs> what? I'd be honored to have Michelle. You might be in Pete Chaps and stuff. I don't know, man. Uh, care with your feminine side, all that good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I love Michelle. You love the seventies. Uh, I would say, you know, it's going to be very interesting. Is it true but you're going to wear bell bottoms for the first set? It's going to be so interesting. You got you guys are going to be blown away. Nobody has any idea. That's what I, I keep telling. I think it's going to. I think people are going to be blown away by this thing. But uh, before I call, we're going to take a caller right quick. But I forgot to mention an announcement. So people mentioned in the chat room, the Todd display, Todd Rundgren display, will be at the Hall of Fame starting September the fourth. So if you're coming in early, that's the day that it starts, and they worked very hard to get that done because of these gigs. And uh, Jim, our friend Jim Snyder, donated a lot of stuff. Of course, Michelle sent in stuff. It's going to be there for a couple of years, but it starts on the 4th. So work that into your schedule if you want to go to Cleveland and check that out. So that's, uh, that's what I got for you there. Also, I promised to play the end of the Japanese cover CD, so I'll do that later. No big deal. And let's take our call from 678, which I – is that Georgia? I don't know. 678. Dougie. Yeah. Dougie, Mel, and Bobby. It's Joe it's and Anna. Anna. Hey, <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller, Bobby. Oh, wow. You called me to talk to me, man? <laughs> I did. Yeah, and I wish I had some scintillating questions for you, but alas, I have nothing, so. <laughs> yeah, it was actually, it was actually uh, you that called me and, and gave me the heads up on this one, wasn't it? Yeah, that that's just... funny. I'm I'm not really uh, some sort of informational zeitgeist, but uh, you're right. The last time we talked, uh, you were kind of in the dark about it, and then a week later, you're in the gig, man. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Good karma. It, yeah, it was. It was great karma. So, again, I'm just really stoked. Uh, as soon as we all heard about it, I just kept thinking, wow, this just keeps getting better and better and better. So. Um, everybody's totally excited. I guess you are too, huh? Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was walking on air for a few days there. Then I realized what I had to learn when I came down to earth. <laughs> you know, was, yeah, that's was, kind of what I was wondering is it seems like such a daunting challenge to learn all these parts and to pull this thing off. There's a lot of time changes in there. You know, it's it's not your typical four on the floor, all of it. So, I mean, there's some, you know, the pulse changes here and there, I guess to put it in layman terms, but, um, you know, the, some of the tunes are in 6-8 and some are in, got like a 7-8 thing going, which is seven, seven beats instead of the standard eight in a bar. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, you know, it, it makes it real interesting, you know, it makes it really interesting and. Well, I know it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun for everybody involved, spectators and otherwise. Um, we're just all really stoked. And really, again, I don't really have much to say except I heard a little bit of talk about some crazy uh, costumes and stuff. Um, any dippity-doo hairstyles or anything going on, Bobby? 
<laughs> Dippity do. <laughs> that's the big. That's the big. Uh, the big talk around my house right now. My wife's like, "What are you going to do with your hair now that you're losing it back in the back?" So uh, <laughs> she always lets me know that. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Um, I, you know, I'll prop. I might harken back and. You know, that was a faux hawk, and now everybody's wearing faux hawks. I think that's what you're talking about, the faux hawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, yeah. We played in Tokyo. Um, and that wasn't dippity do. just for the record. It was hard rock okay. hairspray, man. Hard oh, rock God. hairspray. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure you're more familiar with hair products than I am. So uh, I've never seen that hairspray again, but uh, a buddy of mine uh, bought it or – it was a girlfriend at the time bought it for him and gave it to me to take it out on the road. And it was this, it was hard rock hairspray, and it's what it said on the label. And then when you took the lid off, the cap off, you look at the nozzle on top, and then and next to the nozzle there was an uh, L, a, an M, and an H, and you could turn the nozzle, and it would increase the flow of the hairspray. And uh, wow! And I tell you that the night that I. When we were in Tokyo, uh, we were all in the dressing room, and I was combing my hair, and I and I combed my hair back, and it naturally fell into that position. And and Max looked at me. You remember Max Haskett got arrested, so he he looked at me and he goes, "Lock it down, Bobby." <laughs> so I, so I, I I pushed it to uh, to H to heavy, and I sprayed it, and there it was. So. And now my kids are all embarrassed by it now, but, uh, <laughs> you know. This one goes to H. Yeah, this one goes to well, H. So I, I don't know, know how many of us should be wearing wear, bell I don't know if I should wear my hair like that again. I mean, everybody's wearing their hair like that now, so. Oh, dude, you should. Maybe I'll just shave it all off. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I won't do that. No, that's all good. But, again, I just really wanted to say hi. And uh, um, one other real, just one last thing. Um I wanted to say thanks for uh, being so gracious at Todd Stock. I mean, you really kind of took me under your wing, and, you know, we did some snorkeling, and uh, that was really such a gas, and uh, I still have a lot of fond memories of that time. I didn't want you drowning, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'm not a young dog anymore. Uh, you know, Bobby? Yeah, well, none of us are, really. So. Yeah, that's true. Hey, like, I'll see you in a few maybe, weeks. Oh, yeah, a few weeks. Good. We'll see you out there, man. Okay. Hey, Doug and Mel. Love you guys. See you later. See you, Joe. Bye, nice Joe. calling in, man. Yep. Bye. Joe Wait a minute. Did you save, save Joe's life or something? <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. I didn't save his life. Oh. <laughs> he just rode roughshod over and made sure he didn't gulp down a bunch of water and do something dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what, so what, what are your... stays at Todd's Stock? Or, yeah. <laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask what, you know, what you thought of Todd Stock. Um, I, you know, I went there to, I went there really to honor Todd. And, um, you know, I love, I love Todd. I really do. And, um, um, I've lost a lot of, of friends over the, over the last few years for one reason or another. Um, and you know you really can you can count them all on kind of a couple of hands, and then when they get down to one hand, it's like shit, you know. So you have to take every once in a while, life offers the the opportunity to celebrate life, and 
And um, when I, I talked to Jesse Gress, and Jesse asked me, I called him for some other matter. I was trying to get in touch with Garth Hudson, I think. And he said, yeah, are you going to Todd Stock? I said, hell, I didn't know anything about it. And uh, he filled me in on it, and I called Michelle. And, you know, I talked to my wife, and she said, you know, you have to go to that. So I did. I went. I went, and um, I just wanted to be there for his 60th birthday. So to be there and be part of it, it really, really meant a lot to me. And I I hung as best I could. (laughs) But I'll tell you, man, it was a night night after night of – uh, uproar is partying, you know, uh, the the martini bar and uh, all. I, I, I had to, I finally had to go rent a condo, <laughs> you know, down island just to get away for a little while and, <laughs> and kind of recharge my batteries. But, uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and to see the al- album, you know, or the album, I still call it albums, but to see the new recording debuted and all and, uh, and uh, just kind of reconnect, I think, with Todd was a lot of uh, really good for me. And so you, him... you did get to actually spend a little bit of one-on-one time with him, huh? Yeah, as, as best I could, as best we could. I mean, there was a lot of people that a lot of people there, right? You know, you you were there, you know. But um, you know, um, I think at the end of the night, a couple times, <laughs> I probably had far too much to drink. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, you and a few dozen other people, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I do uh I, I do remember they were having a band meeting and I was sitting I, I somehow I wound up at the table and I think he turned to me and he said So what do you want, Bobby? You want back in the band? <laughs> and it kinda of, you know, I, I looked at him and I go, Shut up you know. Well, apparently he remembered that conversation and decided to ask you again if you'd like to be back in the band. I know. Isn't that great? It is. I'm honored. Yeah, I really am honored. Uh, I can't tell you how excited many of us were when we heard the announcement. We were like, of course, it's got to be Bobby. It's just got to be. Well, I I couldn't believe it. I I didn't, uh, you know, his ear for so many years has been, uh, he hasn't been, I guess he just hasn't been hearing the, the horn parts. So he's been writing stuff that hasn't included the horns in it. Um, and that's what artists do. You know, their ear goes a certain direction and they go off in that direction. But um, uh, I'm glad to help out on this, uh, which was recorded, you know, in the 70s and it had horns on it. So I'm, I'm just, I feel very fortunate to be healthy and around and able to partake in it, I guess. Uh-huh. Well, let me ask you, were you, were you, I mean, I know you've known Todd for several, well, decades now. Uh, was this an album that you were very familiar with at all to begin with? Um, when I first, uh, when I first began with Todd um, in the mid-80s, I made a point of going and getting all the, um, all the uh, albums that I could or discs or recordings that I could. So it was in my library, uh, my Todd library. Had I listened to it intently? No, I hadn't. Um, I'd listened to it, uh, but I hadn't kind of dove into it and dissected it like I'm doing now. And it's, you know, now that I'm, diving into it and dissecting it. I think it's my favorite recording that he's done. But, you know, 
that would probably happen to anything that you listen to intently of his. So for right now, it's my favorite. Um, I love it. So yeah, it's got so many colors to it. It, it just every time you listen to it, you hear something new. And I mean, I, I just can't imagine it being in your shoes and being told, "Okay, well, just learn it." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Neither should I. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You have a few more weeks, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a I'm taking the whole last week off. You know, I have another I have, I have other businesses I'm involved with as well. But um, uh, I've been since I heard about this, I've been spending as much time as I can on it. Obviously, but you know, I have a family and I have other matters I'm trying to deal with. But um, I've cleared the books for the last week of this month, and I'm going to do nothing but sit in my studio and. Um, just night and day. It so but the, it's a fine point you get to. You don't want to. You don't want to get so. Um, how can I say it? You don't want to get so familiar with it that you lose your spark for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's one of my concerns. Oh really? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to dissect it so much that I'm just, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to put it into words, but I got to keep. I want to keep the fire going for it. Yeah, so, it'll be well, there. Want, it's only 18 days. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, it's coming. <laughs> so are you still playing with Gary? Are you still doing that gig? Am I still doing what? The Gary gig. Gary Canberra. Canberra. Oh, Gary Canberra. Yeah. No, that's weird. That's how you found me, man. Um, yeah. You know, Gary. Gary's a producer, and he played with the Tubes for a long time. He took Vince's spot when Vince left. Um, and Gary would use me on different albums that he would do. But, excuse me, um, Gary did his own thing, and he asked me to do stuff on that, and we did a couple gigs, but we didn't do a whole lot. And but I somehow you found that um, <clears throat> we weren't we weren't ever out on the road. Um, we weren't. Uh, I think we did like the Monterey Pop Festival, the reunion of it. Yeah, there's yeah, some photos of you live with them. Y'all did something. Yeah, we did it. We did a few shows. Um, and then I think he had something on his website or MySpace of us playing together, but. Uh, that was a, that was a great band, man. I wish we would have done more, but you know, he he ended up moving. He moved uh, moved away from Barry. He moved up to um, God. I think he moved to El Dorado or something like that, inland. You know, past Sacramento, towards the towards the Sierras. And uh, we we come, we we talk maybe twice a year at this point. So what have you been doing after that? What uh, you been playing with some other bands? You got other projects going on? I do. I have other projects going. Um, I, I play. I play in a corporate party band. I always have um, since probably '95. It's a it's a high end um, band. Actually, uh, remember Byron Allred? Yeah. Byron yeah. played. Byron played keys. Uh, he was with uh, Steve Miller, um, Fly Like an Eagle, and all that stuff. And then and he knew Michelle. Uh, and then I got in with Todd and Byron and I, and I were playing around the Bay Area together in a couple of bands. I had a band called Next Step, and he was playing keys with me in that. And um, 
I, I kind of linked him back up with Todd. He got into Todd again. Uh, but I'm still I'm still playing with Byron. I'm playing with Byron in a, in this corporate party band. What do you mean by corporate party band? You play just corporate parties? Is it? Like, yeah. The business? Yeah. <laughs> what are those audiences like? Collins. Well, <laughs> it's, it's geared towards you know that corporate scene. You know, yeah. um, the, uh, the you know Microsoft or um, you know Oracle or you know there's a lot of firms here in the Bay Area and, and it used to be that they had a lot of parties. Nowadays, they're not doing it too much anymore um, yeah. because of they have to answer to their investors, and we're in a down economy. But yep. so that scene has really died off, and um, uh, I, I was really glad Todd called. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't have a lot of gigs <laughs> right now. It's perfect timing. Yeah, yeah Todd's uh, done some corporate gigs. I hear you know, kind of behind the scenes, but it's you know corporations, uh, like you said, they're just getting away from that. I mean, I, I've worked for big companies for years, and we used to. I've seen Glenn Fry, Cheap Trick, and, yeah. Uh, Sister Sledge, whatever, whoever sings We Are Family, I can't remember. Yep. And none of, that never happens anymore. Yeah, well, the, we still do a few of them. Um, yeah, that's good. And this this band will also do high end weddings and things. I I don't I'm not proud. I still play, end up playing weddings and things like that. Um, <laughs> Take off but, my Van Halen t shirt, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, but I mean it's 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 a pretty it's a big group. It's like. Mm, I think there's 11 all, all in all. There's dancers involved and everything else. So, um, and you know, we end up going to that band goes to Hawaii a couple times here. You know, uh, a couple times a year. And when we do, I usually drop in, try to drop in on Todd when I'm there, um, and say hey. But uh, and we have over the years, and I have. But um, I'm also involved in this thing called. Uh, I did a recording for a guy named um, Charlie Phillips. And uh, he's a guitar player, singer, and um, he has a group called Blind Lemon. I think it's called yeah. Blind Lemon Phillips. That's what that's what he goes under. And um, we recorded an album. God, there I am again. Album, disc, whatever you call it these days, a recording. And um, uh, that's been out for a while. And we're going to do some shows, maybe uh, the end of October, here in the Bay Area. Uh, he moved away from the Bay Area, uh, and he, this will be his first outing to come back and do a few shows. So, and it's it's pretty it's pretty funky stuff. It's kind of uh, it's a four piece horn section. I play a lot of Barry in it, so it's kind of there's an all out Tower of Power sound happening, um, and that's a that's a lot of fun. So it's, it's a lot of fun to dig in and just uh, blow with a horn section every once in a while. So. This is kind of an off question from about ten minutes ago. What are these dancers like? What kind of dancing do they do? <laughs> oh, the dancers in the yeah. corporate band. Yeah. Uh, two female dancers. Yeah. Um, yeah. One was a showgirl originally from the you know, Las Vegas showgirl award. Yeah. Oh, Doug, Doug is gone now. Uh, no, no, I'm trying to figure out if we're gonna have some of this at A Watts, man. Some dancers, like some NWO dancers, you know. <laughs> Get some dancers up there for A Watts. Sure. You, you never know. What are you gonna do? There could, could yeah. be some dancing happening today, Watts. Keep your eyes peeled. There you go. I can watch these Vegas dancers, or I can watch you guys during these these instrumental songs. You know. <laughs> it's, you know. Uh, I still haven't figured out what you're gonna do. What are you gonna do? You know, during dogfight gig on flamingo and tick tick tick. You know, you guys can I have some girl dancers. Oh, there you go. There you yeah. go. We got volunteers actually already. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. 
I don't know if they. We'll have to interview them. What do you think, Cruiser Mill? Uh, I'll let you interview the dancers. Yeah, I think Doug, you're the perfect man for that job. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) I never did you any favors, Doug. There you go. Thank you so much. Uh, Speaking of dancers and attention on stage, are you aware that there is going to be a DVD recording of this AWOTS event? I heard rumor of that. Yeah, I I heard that we were going to do that. And I'm just so happy to be on another Todd DVD. (laughs) So we can make fun of your hair 10 years from now? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah, just document it, you know. There he is, 18 years later, or whatever it is, you know, so. Yes, yes. You do keep getting lucky, and you end up on these great shows that they they record video, you know. I, you know, I, my, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know what the hell to say. Thank you, Todd. Just say you were glad you weren't Michael Urbano on the Nearly Human Tour. Why is that? I don't know. He looked pretty wild. (laughs) Michael, yeah, he he looks 100% different today. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, he had longer hair back then. He was, I thought he looked really cool. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, probably for the times, no doubt about it. Michael's always been cool. He's a love Urbano. Yeah, good people, absolutely. Well, let me let me ask you about that DVD. Um, you guys will have already gotten a couple, you know, several rehearsals under your belt and a couple of shows in front of the audience. And then that third show is what's going to be on the DVD. Do you get nervous when you know it's being videotaped? Uh, normally, I'm nervous prior to going on stage if I'm unprepared um, but I plan on being so prepared that I'm not you know, here's what happens regardless whether being prepared even uh, you know you get some butterflies at least I do um, and it's it's like a nervous energy uh, but as soon as I step on stage it goes away and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in my uh, living room at that point uh, or in my wheelhouse, and uh, I've always been that way. As soon as I get on stage, I totally relax, and I guess I'm just lucky that way. So. And you don't I, notice the little red lights out there? and. You know, we're all concentrating so hard on what's going on, um, you kind of you forget about that, at least I do. I remember they had uh, they shot the the Tokyo show, and they did that. They did it with these cameras that were really high-tech, probably even in today's standards. There were very expensive cameras, and they were way, way off. So you never even saw the cameras. Oh. Um, and I thought that was really cool. And I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking of cameras on that show at all. Um, but, you know, we, you know I, I personally, I've never been to a show that was being, you know, DVD'd or recorded, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I've seen, you know, other DVDs and videos and the camera, you know, the the I forgot what it's called. I call it a boom. It's a it's a jib or something like that with the camera that goes out over the audience and all that. And I would think that would be really distracting. Um, you know, you don't see a lot when you're on stage because those lights are blinding you. Honestly. Well, then maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, when those lights hit you, they are hot and bright. And um, and you know, when when we practice. I mean, well, at least when I've done it in the past with Todd and any other band, you get in the position that you're going to be in on stage. So, 
spatially, nothing's going to change uh, from the rehearsal to the stage. So when we, and you get very comfortable in your spot, hopefully. And, and then when you get to, this is the trick, when you get to the gig, everything is set up exactly the same way. There just happens to be this dark area in front of you where there's a lot of people sitting. So we're, you know, that stage becomes your living room, you know, our own personal living room, and you guys are kind of voyeuristically looking in on us. <laughs> um, Todd certainly acknowledges and and um, the audience and interacts with the audience. I think he's always done that. That's that's what he does. Yeah. Um, but our our bits as musicians, I think, is to bring the music to life and to uh, really uh, make that our number one goal. Maybe. I like that. I'm just I'm just dying to ask you all the all kinds. Of, I know you don't can't. do it. And well, I, I know you can't answer them. And even if you could, I'm not sure don't I want to spoil it. No, don't spoil it. So now I got nothing to say. But <laughs> no, no, I do wonder. I want to know. Uh, have you ever worked? I know you've worked with Roger and Jesse and Prairie. But have you ever uh, worked? Well, maybe you did work with Chasm a little bit on um, that one nope. song on Nearly Human, right? Nope, I don't think so. Well, Uh-oh. I don't remember what song was that on Nearly Human. Uh, which one but- was that? Those sessions were huge, and um, in Studio D at Fantasy in Berkeley, and that's a, that was a big, a big, uh, big, big room. There were many rooms to that. So, you I know, don't, I I don't remember. Heard, I heard the time. guys from you. Doug, help me here. Which song was that? Was it Parallel Lines or Can't Stop Running or what was it? When the guys from Utopia showed up as a surprise. No, yeah. Doug. I don't know. Ah. Can't stop running. I think it was can't stop stop running and and all the guys from Utopia surprised Todd, but maybe you didn't play on that song. It I don't can't stop running according to our chat room. So you have have you um, have you ever met Kazim in person? Yeah, yeah, we've met. Okay. Uh, I met him. I remember meeting him in uh, Santa Cruz. I saw Todd in Santa Cruz and uh, went back and talked. I think I met him, but um, I. I I don't know Chasm real well, and I, he doesn't know me well either, but I'm sure we're going to be best friends. <laughs> what about Greg Holt? I don't know Greg. I've never met him. Um, I never, I haven't spoken with him yet. Uh, so, uh, But I sure listen to him in the cars, man. Well, <laughs> man, I, I, you know, I've probably ruined a few cassette tapes listening to the cars and that when I was back in when I was listening a lot. But um, yeah, I look forward to meeting Greg. He's just um, fabulous. He's super player. nice guy. That's good to know. Super. I, I don't think here, here's the key. I don't think Todd would surround himself with anybody that was a jerk. So <laughs> you know, I think yeah. it's kind of prereq. If you're going to hang with Todd, you're going to have to be uh, good people. So. Well, Chasm did demand a king bed at the hotel when he was on the show a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he did uh, what? He demanded a king bed. You know. uh, well, that's so, okay. He's on our bad list. That's all right. No, not just kidding. We like Chasm a lot. But, you know, the band, one of the things that's interesting that you got a call and had no idea this was going on is apparently we have heard that pretty much, with the exception of you, 
everybody that Todd had played with in the past had jockeyed to try to get in on this deal. Really? Yeah. So for you oh. to get an invite is super special. Well, maybe that's why you asked me. You asked me because I wasn't bugging him. <laughs> <laughs> I the trick so, to getting tired of fans is... There's no lesson. Don't bug the man. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a busy guy, man. Right. You know, imagine imagine being at the center of a storm. I think I kind of imagine that's what Todd is. He's got a lot of inroads, a lot of lines of communication coming at him, and try not to bother him too much. So Sure. It worked. It was a beautiful thing. Well, I didn't even know about it, so... Well, I guess I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a little marketing job. Well, because you're, you're, I you know. Well, I guess not, because you don't have Facebook, man. You got to get on Facebook. You know, I've, you know, I was playing with uh, Phil Lesh. Remember Phil Lesh from the Grateful Dead? Phil had this project called Phil Lesh and Friends, and and I was yeah. doing a, some shows with him. We were doing playing the Warfield Theater in. <clears throat> in San Francisco, of course, and um, it's like five shows sold out, and he was going to record an album and all this stuff. And <clears throat> we did two weeks of rehearsals, and then these five shows. Mm-hmm. And and the internet uh, was just kind of coming around at that time, or at least in my mind it was. I wasn't too much into it, and um, I, this must have been like nineteen latter part of ninety, the nineties. <clears throat> and um, excuse me. And some guy, after we played, I did my very best in that in that venue. And um, you know, it's very loud. Two very loud guitar players, uh, uh, John Molo on drums and Phil Esch on bass and uh, Steve Kimock on guitar. And I remember um, a very fine keyboard player. His name escapes me right now. And, and another guitar player. But I think there were the two guys from the Zen Tricksters. <clears throat> and, um, man, you're playing a, a reeded instrument. You just can't compete with that stuff, with that wall of sound coming at you. And, you know, I did my best, and I think I did a pretty darn good job. But some some, some guy, and I'll never forget this, I think his name was Tao, T-A-O. That was his handle. Got online in a chat room with Phil and just started reaming me, man. And I and my wife found it and she was reading it and she called me in and she said, "Look at this," and she was so angry. And the guy, though, I remember the one line I read was that, "Well, everybody knows that Bobby Strickland isn't that soulful of a player." And God, it hit me. It was like somebody hit me right in the stomach because really Ow. that's all that's all I ever thought I was. <laughs> you know, I play. Yeah. You know, from my heart, I really do. I try to play from my heart, and and I, there's guys out there that are so much better than I am. You know, technically, and and um, uh, they spent a lifetime learning uh, weird harmonics and and uh, uh, chord changes that I could only dream of. And and um, uh, you know, I come at it more of a honker and a squeaker and a blower than you know from the other direction of a real studied player, which is not completely true. I did. I went to college. I was a music major, an oboe major, and I, I really did study music. But I try to leave some of that behind me and just play from my heart. And anyway, to get back to it, that, that really affected me. And and I, I know you, you, you leave yourself open when you play out live 
for uh, all kinds of people to comment on your playing. And statistically, you can't make everybody happy. But uh, this guy just hated me, I guess. He probably hated the way I looked. <laughs> he, he just didn't like the way I sounded. He didn't He didn't like me, period, man. And, and it, it hurt me, man. I, I really did. I took it to heart, and I, I didn't. I knew I shouldn't, but it, I did. That's right. Bobby. And, the and, people uh, that sit on the Internet all day and criticize everything, <clears throat> they don't have any idea what they're talking about, my man. Well, you, you know, you, you may have a point there, but no I, I, I remember the guy was railing on me, and Phil Lesh came on, and he said, and he told the guy to knock it off. Yeah. And I thank, thank Phil for that, but um, I, I'm not sure what that was all about. And I I think that has kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. I never have gotten <laughs> my space. Come back, man. There's too many good, positive people out there. you got to let the negative go. <laughs> There's a couple of assholes every website. That's just the way it is. They <laughs> sit at home. The <laughs> yep. They sit at home and collect their government checks and they live with their parents, and you know they just have nothing <laughs> better to do. And they have they, they, he that guy oh, could not learn how to play the horns, so he had to attack you because you did know how to play. That's what uh, that's all about. Yeah, Don't worry that's about what that. down to. It's just that you know. You're, yeah, come see us. We'll we'll praise you. We love we love uh, you. Yeah. You're soulful, man. Come on. You guys, you guys are good to me. Thank yes. You. Well, you know, maybe I should, you know, take that to heart Forget and those put guys. together a MySpace page. I I know you can no. keep in contact. No, with people. no, no. Facebook, Facebook is way oh, to go. Facebook. I, okay. Yeah. Facebook. Way easier and it's nicer people. Ah. But then don't you have like 600 friends and you don't know no. really who they are and all that? And you can. It depends on you. You get to pick. But, you know, there's a lot of musicians on there you probably know you haven't talked to in forever. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to communicate, huh? Absolutely. We've had um, a lot of the old Utopia guys, you know, nobody talked to for years are on there. And what happened? Here's, here's my thing, though, man. What happens if you get into that and then you have to answer it? Like, I, I'll get, in one day, I'll get just running my other business, I'll get, you know, 35 to 45 emails. That's <laughs> exactly. a lot. But each one of them takes my time to answer. Yeah, right? that's true. That is true. So then I get on Facebook, and somebody writes me an email, and I don't catch it, and I get flooded by more, and I never answer it back. and then You will get cussed. Well, yeah. you could say it's not really you, or you somebody else runs it for you and blame it on them. Well, okay. <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to school me on that, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Teach me right. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, the, the the things you get and what people expect. You know, some people they really don't know that. Hey, I can't respond within three minutes because I'm not at home like you are. And I can imagine you guys. I feel sorry for you in those situations because we have heard that before from other people. They got uh, John Montani, I think, was an example. You got he couldn't respond to everybody. People were cussing for it, so he just had to get rid of face, uh, MySpace. And yeah. I, you know, I can appreciate that. But we got a caller from Texas, Echo Five One Two. We're gonna take right now. What's up? Don't pretend like I called on my own, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling? Tell me that I'm the father of your baby. No, that's not what I was wanted you to call them. I was just going to tell you I bought you something on eBay today. If it's a cassette, you know, I just heard Bobby Strickland mention cassettes. And yeah. all the cool kids are, we are now making cassettes popular. Oh, uh, really? Hey, <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're yeah. trading them like, like, like baseball cards. It's great. What did you get me, Doug? POV. You Very are rare. So, That is what you made me call about. I have important things to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Bobby. Hi. How are you? 
I'm real good. I'm real good. So hey, you I guys think... are making compilation CDs? Is that what you're doing? No, I mean, I mean cassettes? It's cassettes, yeah. Ah. I wish it was that cool. I could see Dougie busting out his bubble <laughs> cassette, making sure to get that bizarre version of an Ultravox song dubbed onto a tape for me. That would just thrill me so much. Mm. I have a question, Bobby. I really do. I thought of one while I was sitting here. All right. Um, so you played horns, obviously, when you were in school, you know, elementary, junior high, right? Yeah. So did you, I mean, did you have, like, a poster of Chuck Mangione on your wall? <laughs> Is it a liability to be a horn player? <laughs> <laughs> did they call you band geek? Yeah, yeah I, was, I was a band geek. You went to band camp? Yeah, I went to band camp. I did it all. Uh, uh, I didn't have Chuck Mangione on my wall. I had, um... Uh, I'll tell you what I did. You remember the Columbia Record Club where you send in a dime? And <laughs> yeah. You, you had all the stickers. You could lick the stickers and put them on the page. Yeah, you get 16 yeah. tracks for a dollar. Yeah. Yes. Well, I sent in and I got eight eight tracks. <laughs> right. So I get all these eight tracks. I got I got uh, War. I got Todd Rundgren. I got Chicago the band. Um, Firefall, you got Firefall. I don't remember Firefall, but I got a bunch of, I got a few others, but it was funny. That was like I sat there and just played those things over and over and over and over. But later on, you know, so I knew like I, I I'd be singing "Hello, It's Me" in the shower and stuff, and I, I, I didn't even really know who Todd Rundgren was, but I, you know, I know I knew his songs, <laughs> um, and. Later on in life, those those were kind of like that's where my ear would always go towards. So when I when I was playing in school, you know, they're trying to turn me into a classical musician or a jazz player, and I could never. I was always hearing more of a rock and roll sound. So. Um, I, they would, they would what's fade, that? They would fade the song down because the channel was coming to an end, and then I don't know if it was just really cheap. Eight tracks that they'd fade it back up after the chunky little channel change sound. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that, but I. Oh yeah, I guess I kind of do remember that. Yeah. It would kind of start over again a little bit, right? right? It would back right. up a little bit. <clears throat> you did was listening to like, do you feel like we do by Frampy, and then it would fade down and chunk, and then fade back up again. <laughs> and when you heard it on the radio, you'd be like anticipating that, or at least I would. Well, <laughs> yeah. Those are the days. Then you advanced to cassette. Then I advanced to cassette where I'm currently stuck. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But you have POV now. It's on the way. Great. I'll call off work tomorrow. Is it coming, like, right away? No. Priority mail it or what? Two, three days. Two, three days. You didn't do carrier pigeon? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bobby. Yes, sir. We haven't talked about this yet, and uh, Pippi and Cruiser Mel and myself and several hundred other people we're having a party Saturday night before AWATCH Live that we would like you to attend and Mary Lou's going to put it on your itinerary so you'll know about it but it's in the uh, hotel ballroom and we're going to have all kind of entertainment and cake mmm cake love yep. cake you like cake love cake who doesn't <laughs> yeah Chris and what flavors did you get oh we got some uh, white cake. We got some devil's food cake, and we got something called fudge marble. Oh. I know. As long as there's no walnuts in there, I'm 
allergic to those. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out if there's anything. Right, okay. lately, but, uh, what, when, when is this party now? Saturday night, 4 AWATS, live. The September the 5th. Oh, September the 5th in, yeah. um, in, in Ohio. Ohio. So in Akron. Okay, that for this party? What's that? Are you making a mixed cassette for the party, Doug? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Actually, Bobby, also don't be freaked out if you walk into the hotel and you see yourself on video in the bar or the restaurant because we will have full reign of that hotel's video action. I'm sure Nearly Human will be on there, a little second wind every now and then. We own Akron. A little Price Sultan. Yeah. Yep. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You're going to be right there wearing your little... Your Marvin Gaye satin shirt and Tony, do you have the Tony the Tiger? Do you have any uh, video footage of that? Remember the fire suit I wore a long time ago? Oh, that's hmm. a copy, and we'll make sure it's played. Sure, yeah, or let us know what it is. We got it. I'm sure somewhere. I don't think there's uh, any footage of that. Oh, we have it. I'm sure. What show was it? I, I don't remember. Somebody will be emailing me. Somebody knows. I guarantee. Yeah. Guarantee. All right, we got a call from 562. You're with us. Pippi, I'm keeping. What? Pippi disappeared. 562, you're with us. Hello. Hello, it's you. At you? I'm a guy that's allergic to walnuts as well. Ah. No kidding. I'm a sax player that's allergic to walnuts. Ooh. All right, I will put that on the list. I will ask Kate. So, Bobby and I can't have walnuts. <laughs> All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> as long as you guys right. promise to come to the party. Hey, Bobby, it's Brian Grace. How are you? Uh, hey, Brian, I'm good. How are you? I, I met you at Todd Stock, and we talked saxes uh, for a while. Oh, great. I remember. How yeah, are you? Yeah, you sat across from me and my wife. It was cool. And right, I remember, man. Yeah, I gave you a CD. You probably just tossed it and said, yeah, screw <laughs> this guy. Uh, anyway, cool. I'm glad you got the gig, dude. Are you allergic to walnuts? I am. Oh yes. my God! How what exactly. how, what effect and, do they and, have on you? Well, I think my throat swells up, kind of like uh, Dizzy Gillespie's cheeks. Oh Lord! Yeah, yeah. When he plays, no. But um, anyway, I don't know. It has some kind of like a swelling thing. It's been so long since I've had it, obviously, that I kind of forget what happens. Very good. But I get not cold from it. But, um, no, we had a really good conversation about saxophones, kind of a geeky conversation that would probably bore everybody here. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm glad you're playing. You do do have a a definite soulful quality to your playing that I totally agree with. Oh, thank you, Brian. And I I can definitely hear that in your playing. And and I just, I'm really happy for you that that, uh, Todd is... uh, Agreed to let you play. I, I tried to lobby for that gig. <laughs> so you, that, you, you did the wrong approach, man. you got to just sit back. <laughs> I lobbied hard, too, and that was my problem. I, I, sh- I should have just laid back, you know. Yes, and, yes, that would have happened. But uh, I know that uh, Bobby has a history with Todd, and uh, that's very cool, man. I'm just uh, I'm envious and I'm happy for you at the same time. Hey, let me uh, ask you guys something. There was, a, there was a, uh, at one point, I think there was serious consideration to take the horn parts and do them with a synthesizer. Do you think that would have, how much of a disservice would that be to the album, or would it be acceptable? What do you think? Well, could they have pulled it off? Uh, I don't know. 
beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know. Yeah. So uh, the horns are much more organic, certainly. Um, I've never heard, and I'm sure Brian will agree with me on this, I've never heard a, a saxophone emulated correctly from any synthesizer because there's just so many overtones that you can create with a saxophone. Um, it's a little too complex for any, any keyboard to do. Although, one caveat there, um, there was a guy, Rob Sabino, I don't know if, I don't know if you remember this guy, uh, Rob Sabino was a, a big uh, session player in New York City uh, for many years, and then he wound up uh, coming in with Todd, he did some of the uh, second wind tours with us, and that guy had a library of saxophone sounds that were um, all sampled, and he'd play them on this old Ensonic performance sampler, it was a one of the first sampler keyboards to come out, and uh, he, he could he could manipulate several samples to end up sounding pretty pretty close to a good sax. But that was the only guy I heard that did it right. Hmm. There's yeah. a few there's a few ways to get there's there's actually horns there's horn section stuff going on, and I'm I've got a few I've got a couple tricks up my sleeve so to make it happen so. Uh, uh, there's that song, Sometimes I Don't Know What to Feel, which I think were the Brecker brothers um, that played on that track. On yeah. the first uh, side two, first song on side two. Mm-hmm. That's going to be hard to emulate with one sax. You might need me for that. <laughs> Bring your sax, man. It's 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 coming. I'm actually going to play for the Saturday party. I think I'm going to get with Jimmy, Jimmy J-Tunes or whatever his name is. And I think his Tunes. name is Jimmy J-Tunes. Huh? Dr. Kenny. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Doctor yeah. what? Doctor Tunes. Doctor Tunes. I'm sorry. There you I go. Apologize. Yeah. Well, now, now, uh, Bobby is. Mm-hmm. You, I think maybe you can tell us this. Is Greg Hawks planning on playing saxophone during any part? Like when there's two saxes going. I have know? no idea. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't, <laughs> but didn't he talk, does play. Didn't talk about that. Yeah, I've heard he plays saxophone. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't talked with him, and I'm not sure about that yet. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. I don't know. He may be busy, you know, playing the keys at that point. So. Yeah, he probably will be. Um, don't worry, I'll cover it all. <laughs> <laughs> He's a I have, I have my ways. There you go. Good. I got a big mouth and I know how to use it. <laughs> what about a sax war on Zen Archer, man? Like you start playing, then I I riff off of you, and then you riff off of me. It's not my band, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Run that by Mr. Rundgren. Yeah, I guess. Accordion. But that would be a cool idea. Yeah. Can you play the accordion, Brian? Yes. Oh, awesome. Brian's going to go but, learn that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I'll, I'll learn it right now. And I'll, I'll know it in right. two weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll buy an accordion. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Get that down. <laughs> Get it down. It'll be my 14th instrument. Uh, very important. Very important. <laughs> well, actually, actually, let me say this just as a little segue. Um, Brian, you brought it up about that you're going to bring your sax and go to the party on Saturday night. And, Bobby, you can listen or not, but uh, we, in addition to having party tunes and perhaps some karaoke, if anyone would like to get up and perform... Um, feel free to do so. I mean, it's going to be goofy and and ridiculous, I'm sure, but that's the whole deal. So, Brian, feel free. I know there is a group, at least one group, that has been practicing songs. They happen to be from Texas, and um, we might be able to use you. So 
Sounds good. Yeah, I'm pretty good at sitting in in these situations and just just uh, listening. And it's going to be fun, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be a blast. I think all the band members need to come to this party, Bobby, so you're in charge of bringing everybody. Uh-huh. Do we know yeah. what time it's going to start, guys? 7 o'clock. What time? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, okay. Yeah. So that means everyone will be there at 8 o'clock. Let's try to be there at 7 o'clock. I'll be there at 5. Nice. I like that. <laughs> I want to see the videos. Yeah, we got a lot of videos. They'll be going. Well, on those videos are going to be showing all day, uh, all weekend, all around the hotel. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Well, sounds good. Thanks for letting me talk. And Bobby, great having you aboard the AWATS band. All right, hey, Brian. Take hey, care of yourself. Huh? You, we'll see, you uh, at, see you guys in Akron. Wait, wait, Brian, 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 Brian. Oh yeah. Did you not ever speak to Bobby while y'all were in Todstock? No, we just no. I, I just said we we uh, had dinner together and we talked that about that. That was at Todd Stock. I thought you were talking about somewhere else. My bad. Yeah, that was actually at Todd Stock. Yeah, we were oh. uh, during dinner, and I said, yeah. "God, this guy looks familiar, but I couldn't place him because his hair was different." <laughs> <laughs> we all change. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just remember him from the uh, nearly human days. His hair, and then I was like, "Wow, yeah, it's Bobby Strickland." I don't <laughs> so. think any of us have the same hair we had back in those days. <laughs> no. I'm uh, I lost my mullet too. Uh, yeah, you had a mullet. True, true. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I still do have the same hair. I think <laughs> I do. <laughs> I keep going back to that. Yeah, are you sure you didn't poof it up like you know back in the '80s? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> same haircut, just 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 you more know, poofy, blowing right? it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. All right, Mr. Grace. Thanks for calling in, buddy. All right, you guys take care. See you in Akron. I'm excited. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Brian Grace, everybody from California. That's a shame they're not taking this to the West Coast, but it just wasn't in the cards. Hello? 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 All right. Can you hear me? I got you. All right. It kind of sounds different, doesn't it? Okay, it's all Brian's fault. He screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of weird. No, I'll tell you what, Bobby, last time I was I was actually listening to the show that we did. It was actually before Todd Suck, I don't know, back in May or so, a year ago. And God bless you, that was the, like the worst show ever. I fell off, then you fell off, then Doug came in and I fell off again. And, oh, it was brutal that night. At least we've all been able to maintain the, uh, yeah. the phone connection. You mean worst show technically, not the worst show ever. Oh yeah, technical. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was that was yeah. that was amazing. You were like yelling at your wife in the background. Am I still on? <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, listen, I've got a seven o'clock appointment I need to keep, so I'm going to uh, have to run. California time. Yeah, uh, Cal- no. California well, I'll tell time. Well, what, we've got we've got a few songs uploaded um, that feature you, so I'm sure we'll be able to play those. We've got about thirty more minutes. I do want to ask you though about one song. And Doug doesn't even know that I uploaded this, but I was listening today, and it's the song called Kindness. And I'm wondering, are you playing the oboe in that song? That is. that's Yeah, that's the oboe on that one. Oh, okay. We've got to play that one, Doug. We will do it. That's too pretty. That's Bobby, thanks listening. for calling in, man. We appreciate it. Sure hey, we appreciate you being on A-Watch. We're looking forward to seeing Akron once you come to the party. It's going to be too much fun. My pleasure, guys. I really, I really, thanks thanks for asking me to be on, and uh, I look forward to seeing you out there, okay? All right, man. Thanks a lot. Okay, we'll right. be there. Okay, then. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. All right, bye, Bobby Strickland. The final piece of the puzzle, chapter, whatever you want to call it, for the A Watts band.
He's the piece of the the last piece of the pie. The last piece of the pie. We could throw that cake, whatever. Last piece of the cake. There you go. I I am I you know I didn't think about peanut or nut allergies, so um, I've added it to my list of things to do tomorrow. It's called Cake Lady and find out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we tell them anything about the cakes or just wait for it now? We can say that there are four cakes because there's going to be so many people. Uh, yes. We said the flavors. We're not, we don't need to say what they're going to look like. Then they'll, okay. they won't come to the party. Yes. Four. whole thing that's going to bring people to the party. is Very that. large cakes. Yes. Because we haven't even mentioned it's our second birthday, Rangoon Radio, birthday bash number two. That makes us toddlers now. Last year was in Vegas. Uh-huh. And I must say, at the time, I didn't think we could top it. But I think we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll at least have a few more people than than uh, however many we had there in Vegas, that's for sure. Yes, we have a caller. Uh, caller, Bobby's not on, but maybe you want to talk to us. That would be fine. We would love to talk to you. But before that, I need to do this before I forget. So I'm on TR Connection today, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the Japanese cover album, Todd cover album. It had some AWATs, had other stuff too. And somebody, I think it was Dustin29, mentioned that there was something funny at the end. So I'm going to play it, as promised, on TR Connection today. It's only about 10 seconds. Here we go. Um, This is a message to the people who worked on this tribute album. I want to say, first of all, how flattered I am. Second of all, I probably don't deserve it. But... I don't care because I'm so anxious to hear what it sounds like. There you go. Quick, fast, in a hurry. How about that, Crazy Um, Maybe I missed the joke. No, nah, it wasn't too funny, was it? Mm. It's all right. Dustin has a warped sense of humor. <laughs> is that who said it was funny? <laughs> I think so. Oh, okay. I promised I'd play it, so I had to do it. Well, it is nice that he did that. That was on, We've played some of the tunes off that, right? Oh, they're a scream. Absolutely. Camp okay. Around is absolutely hysterical. Okay, well, that's cool, though. I mean, my God, they got him to actually be on their recording? Yes. Towards the end or whatever. Oh, yeah, he did some of the mixing on it. Uh Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this right quick, and we'll take our caller from 201. I just thought of this. I don't know why. (laughs) Why I thought of it. But there's a lot of talk about dress code for parties and for the show. I heard today that people are considering dressing 70s style for the gig. I don't know what people plan on wearing to the party, but maybe we should try to get a consensus and try to, you know, come up with not mandatory, but kind of a suggested deal for whatever. What do you think, Razor Mouth? Um, well, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I really do. I'm I'm planning on dressing a little 70s uh ish. Really? Not for the party. I actually, I mean, I, I love the whole party idea, but I have not thought about what I'm wearing yet to the party. I may just go comfy that night, but for the shows, I'm I'm going all out. Really? You're going to go 70s bell-bottoms and stuff or what? Um, Maybe not bell-bottoms, but um, just a suggest, you know, sort of a hint at the 70s colors or style or hairstyle or hmm. makeup. Mm-hmm. I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I called Nikki Nichols today and said, make me some of those pink chaps, man. I'm going all out. 
All right, everybody, you heard it first. Right here at Run Run Radio, <laughs> Doug is going to wear pink chaps. No, I don't think so. What I'll get a make for you. What, I can what, call Terry and ask your size. I can figure it out. There you go. Well, how about the party? I mean, it's kind of... Do I sound like a girl here talking about this stuff? I guess I do. Yeah, but I, that, you know what? Is that I stereotyping? Think... Am I being bad? But, you know, it's kind of like, what are you... I just remember at the Vegas deal beforehand, a lot of people, you girls, were showing off your pictures of your clothes and all this. And, you know, it all came in. And Steve wanted us all to wear suits and all this. And we said no. And it went all over the place. So, what do you think? Well, Should people... we consider saying, hey, why don't we try to do this? I think it's a great idea for the party or any of the shows. And I'm not just counting our shows. I'm talking about Bethesda and Chicago and Minneapolis. Why not go 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 all out? Go 70s if you can. Yep. You know, even if it just means buying a little Afro wig or something. You know, for the gig? Ahead. For the gig? Sure. But what about the party? Sure. Same tip. Oh, we're going to be 70s all weekend? I don't know. I don't know. I'm an 80s guy. I'm going to wear 80s. I'm going 80s. You can be 80s, and you'll just be ahead of your time. I'll just look out of place. (laughs) I don't know. But here's what I do want for sure. I just thought of this. I can use several people. Veggie Girl, maybe. Lois, Pippi, whoever. These really thin ladies. I want them to stand behind me, and I want to get a picture with six arms, like the poster. (laughs) <laughs> Great idea. That's what I want. Not that it has anything to do with clothes. I just want it. All right, so let's take this call because they're dying to talk to us, obviously, because they're still here. Okay. 201, you're with us. Hey, Doug and Cruz Mel, this is David German calling. Hey, man, what's up? I'm very, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm very excited. Stanford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're coming to the <laughs> Connecticut gig. Excellent. I will be there. Yep, I'm holding out. Back, huh? Hoping there'd be a show in the New York area. I got friends coming down from Boston. Going to be at the show, and uh, really? I'm very excited about it. You already got I'm tickets. To spread the right? word to others to get more tickets sold. Please do. We need a packed crowd for the DVD, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there going to be anything uh, before, or after the show, any pre-show or after-show parties? Man. Oh my God, we hadn't even thought about that. You know, here's the deal. I think we get in, we fly. We get in the day before, so we might could pull something off. I just don't know the area very well, and we're going to be, um, it says it's almost like going to be a vacation gig, and then the DVD now, it's kind of like, ah. But um, we need to do something, sure. We need to get together at least before, maybe after, and I got your email, so if we do something after for sure, I will make sure to hit you up. Well, uh, I'm more than willing to volunteer to take a ride up there. I don't live far from Stanford and kind of suss it out and see if there's a good spot that would be willing to do some kind of at least place where uh, – Fans can get together before or after the show if you guys were open to that. Sure. Oh, definitely. Well, actually, I'm going to be there this weekend. Oh, you are? Yes. You're coming to Stanford this weekend? I am. I'm going to uh, stay there Friday night and check things out Saturday and then exit the building. I'm going to go. Um, I need to be in, in New York, New Jersey area for the week, so I'm going to go check that out while I'm there and meet up with my friend Lois and Dennis, friends. And uh, check out the venue and kind of check out the area. And that's a good idea. I'll try to find a party spot. That'd, that'd be. Uh, I don't think, though, the thing about Stanford, no offense to it, but I, I don't know that many people. I mean, I know there's a lot of people going to the gig, but I don't know them, and I don't know that they 
or in the places where they would find out about it, you know, the typical Todd places. I mean, there's a lot of people buying tickets we don't know. Like in Akron, though, we know, you know, several people, a lot of people, but Stanford we don't. But if you do and other people do, we'd love to get together. I mean, it'd be great, fantastic. Well, the thought would be maybe, you know, not necessarily even a party, but just a place where, you know, people before the show or after the show know they can – this is the place yeah. we'll all get together, kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, that apparently that venue's like in a downtown area, and there should be plenty of things there. It's a Wednesday night, so um, yeah, we'll have a. I'll tell you what. I'll um, next Tuesday night. I'll, I'll announce a place where we can all meet up. How about that? That sounds great. I'm assuming I find great. something, but yeah, because I, I would love to meet you. I appreciate all the help you've done with the show, and of course, anybody else that we don't know. That's part of the fun of the Stanford gig. Is it's not the the uh, usual suspects and. We love to meet new people and bring more people into the fold and all that good stuff, so I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to go to the Maryland gig as well. I don't know, probably a dozen people that are going to be there. So we may meet some new people there and, and try to get them involved in the, all the different things here online. It'll be a lot of fun. Fantastic. Oh, that sounds yeah. great. Now, where are you now coming in from, New York? For, I'm sorry? You're coming in from New York? Yeah, I live uh, right across the river from New York in Jersey, five minutes oh, Okay. Have you seen any of our ads over there by chance? I have not, no. Mm, where, oh. where have they run? Go Magazine, Aquarian Weekly, the something rocker. East Coast Rocker. That's the same thing, Aquarian uh, Weekly and East yeah. Coast Rocker. AM New York. Yeah, we've done okay, a couple I'll pick things. that up. I, I see AM New York in the morning. Yeah, AM New York, we're done with them. We did three there. The uh, East Coast Rocker will be on there till the day of the, you know, the whole time until up until the show. I don't really know, you know, we didn't we didn't know exactly where to advertise there, but the thing about it is. And um, hopefully we got some New Yorkers listening to the show. You're not getting the show. I mean, I hate it. I know New York should be a place, but we, we, as um, first timers, it's just too complicated to do business there with these venues. Oh, it's so we got as close as we could. and everything. Yeah, and Todd's just decided for whatever reason. I mean, I don't know. I'm, you know, I don't know if I ever know. Maybe we'll ask him. He'll tell us. But he's seven shows, and that's it. I mean, uh, so there's it. Akron, the, the two shows in Akron, mm-hmm. the uh, Connecticut, Bethesda, and then the other three are UK shows. No, two in Cle- uh, Chicago, seven in the U.S. Okay. Uh, there's two in Chicago the following weekend after Akron, and then they go to uh, London and Amsterdam. They're looking for more over there. Oh, whoa, whoa. you didn't there. mention Minneapolis. Minneapolis that Tuesday. That's right. I'm sorry. After uh, Chicago, that's right. the final one. That's the seventh show in the United States. Okay. So, you know, Boston's not getting one, New York, West Coast, and that's not, a, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. I can't explain it or, or can justify it or anything like that. That's just the way it is. So if you want to see one, you got to get to one of these, and I'm glad you're going to be able to make the Stanford. But we're hoping New York fans catch on to this because if not, they're going to they're gonna be very sad when they find out just how great these are going to be and, and if they don't make it because it's, it's pretty much a week and a half and done. See ya. Well, Stanford is no reason anyone from New York can't go, and I saw it. I was very excited because the train Metro North from Grand Central Station Manhattan goes right to Stanford. Forty-five so, minutes. Yep. Okay. So it's it's in my mind this is really a New York gig. Yeah. No reason anyone can't go if they want to go. They can get on the train very easily. Stanford's yep. not that big, so uh, that really <laughs> should shouldn't be an obstacle. Yeah, and it's pretty close apparently from the the train station to the venue. But what's funny. I don't know what it is. We've had New Yorkers that have emailed us or have been on the show in the chat room and whatnot. They just they act like it's, you know, they're going overseas to go to Stanford. I don't get it. 
It's because New Yorkers, anything outside of New York might as well be a foreign country. They yeah. literally won't call, come, come across over to New Jersey, even though it's 10 minutes away. They've got this phobia of leaving New York City. It's unbelievable. But yeah. you know, Connecticut and New Jersey might as well be uh, Asia you know, to, to New Yorkers. They hate to leave the city. But it's a shame because this is uh, actually a great place to have it uh, because the Metro North goes right there. Um, they just go right to the uh, Grand Central train station, right in Midtown Manhattan, and get right there. So there really is no excuse if someone wants to go. I, I don't think the fact that Stanford's really a problem. Well, not to no, mention I the think venue is gorgeous. are used to. They've got to be used to the public transportation system, and you know, so just take it the forty-five minutes up and watch the show, and then take it forty-five minutes back. Yeah. Another publicity, uh, a bit of advice I would. Uh, recommend I can email you about this is Time Out New York to have them publish it. Everyone reads that for their music listings. Uh, you and gotta send us that. Yeah, we we're we're not we're pro advertising. It's just you know, we don't know the area that well. It's kind of, I know we sound it's kinda of funny, You're like, well, why are you doing it there? Just because because we like that venue because we knew we, we we thought we'd get New Yorker New York folks and we are. But I mean here's the deal and and this is gonna sound like a sales pitch maybe. Money's not the issue, it never was. So we're not really we don't care about the ticket sale deal. That's that's you know like Akron One for example. Some people can't go all of a sudden. We'll help you sell your tickets if we can. We just don't have that many buyers, people that are looking. You've already bought your ticket, so it's just we want people there. I mean, this kind of show deserves a big crowd. I mean, there's no excuse for this DVD for this venue not to be packed out. You know, and I and and I don't even have anything to do with the Maryland gig. Same thing. There's no reason why Philadelphia, Washington D.C., people around these areas should not be packing out these gigs. You got seven shots. Todd is going all out. Believe that. If you haven't figured that out yet, you're not paying attention. He's going all out. And if you miss these shows, you're going to be like the people who miss Todd's talk. You're going to be kicking yourselves for going. Oh, I should have gone. I should have gone. We're telling you now. I'm giving you a warning. And it's got nothing to do with ticket sales. We don't need them. We don't have to have them. It's about getting the place crowded for a man who deserves it. And that's Todd Runger, because this show is going to be off the hook. Seven-piece band, theatrical show, beautiful venues. Give me a break, man. What else have I got to say, Cruiser Mail? I don't know. I'm I'm pimping right behind you. It's killing me. I know. But we're doing pretty good on the shows. Don't get me wrong. Akron 2 and and Stanford are doing pretty good. I just don't want people to uh, find out too late. I would, feel sorry. I would really think uh, the people, David, David, tell us, don't you think people want to be on the DVD if they possibly can? Uh, we lost David. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay, right, we'll, but yes, why would you not want to be on the DVD? But please don't get on the DVD and start yelling, because they'll cut it out anyway. No. <laughs> yeah, don't don't act you know, yeah. like an a-hole, but... But just the fact that the back of your head might be seen, and and for you know you can show your <laughs> kids, I was there. They'll okay. go, why were you at something in 2009 that looked like it was from 37 years earlier or whatever? Well, you look at Dustin's in here bragging about how he was at Royal Oak when they did the Utopia video. What was that? 20, I was impressed. 30 years ago. Huh? I was impressed. Yeah. I did. I was, like, I was there. Yep. I'm just telling you, man. I'm just begging you, people. Do not miss these shows. I don't care if you go to mine or not. Go to Chicago, go to Minnesota. I don't care. I can't say stuff because I'm not allowed. I'm just telling you, do not miss an AWOT show. 
not. I mean, don't. I mean, make sure you go to one. I guess is a better way to put that. I'm just yeah, get to one of them, whether it's here I'm in the just, states or overseas. Just, just get to one because it's going to be so worth it. Yep. DVD from Stanford too. That's going to be cool. Webcast for Akron. Webcast for Chicago. That's what I'm telling you right now. Mhm. Mhm. So, I know. It'll be a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. and you know you can pull that DVD out later. Yep. Five years. Because here's what's going to happen. After those gigs are over, not that I don't like them, because I went to about a hundred of them. Not really, about a dozen, I guess. I don't know. I, don't know if, I think Lois beat me on these. The uh, but the arena shows start back up after that. Rams Head, 300 people. You know these kind of venues. The A Watts are theaters. You know, 2,000 seat, 1,500 seaters. Park West, you know, 800. Yeah. Hey, how's that Park West going? Do you know? Have you been keeping tabs on these other shows? Park West, much to my amazement, is not sold out. Mm. Now that the the, uh, the higher dollar seats are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The um, there were two different levels for the um, what do they call it? Gold Circle. One included gold, a meet and greet. Circle, level. There was like Gold Circle Plus and Gold Circle, yeah. and then something. Yeah. Speaking of meet and greet. <laughs> I'm having a brain freeze. You might get out of me crazy mouth. Todd does not want to do one for the first show. Yeah, that, I remember sound, that. that sound check idea ended up, yeah. I, he, he pulled the trigger on that. He was like, nah. Yeah. Well, it's it's because I think Todd wants everybody to be surprised. As a matter of fact, in our agreement, nobody can be at dress rehearsal and practice and whatnot. I don't even think we can go. And we don't want to go because I want to be surprised too. But it's going to be... Uh, and you heard Bobby Knight playing the political game. They're not going to tell us a whole lot, and I think that's a good thing. But the first night, there's too much technical things going on. Todd doesn't want to do meet and greet. The second night is, is open. We're just trying to figure out how to make it work, maybe even Stanford. I'm not really sure. Uh, I know people are disappointed. I know people are emailing me. I, I just don't know yet. We're just trying to – it's complicated trying to figure this out. And uh, another thing, speaking of people emailing me, I don't control the tickets for Akron. I don't know what's going on. Email the venue – AkronCivic.com, check it out. Let if you don't have your tickets, talk to them about Akron. If you're if it's Connecticut, we're shipping those ourselves. You'll have them within three or four days. That's true. I'm yep. still trying to stay right on top of that. So. Yeah. Another thing that will be huge for us because we are not retail business permanent promoters. If you want to buy merch, please bring cash because <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna be able to do credit cards. I mean, it's it's very complicated. Mm. So. Just if you want a shirt and poster and stuff, we're gonna have. We'll be selling those at the party. In, yeah. In, uh, in I mean, in addition to at the first two shows, we'll be selling that stuff at the party too. Yep. And we did a guessing game. We have no idea. We just pretty much did some small market research on Facebook and did a guessing game. So get it while you got a chance because it may be gone. I don't know. And you know the merch stuff. Unfortunately, we're not doing anything for Stanford. We didn't ask because we really didn't want to get into that whole thing, but we felt like the first show, the premiere show needed a poster and shirt that was event-specific, so we asked for it, and that's what we're doing, but Stanford is like, you know, we just want to go enjoy ourselves, it's just too much, it's a lot of work. Now, that doesn't mean Todd and them won't have official merch. That's true. And I, okay, SOB's asking I, about merch being available for the show and shit. Maybe, the problem is, a couple things. One is we have to get everything approved. Two is 
we have to get everything finished. The shirt is on order, and they're supposed to be ready, you know, maybe a week or two before the deal, which is, you know, actually a week because we're already 18 days out. And then the uh, poster, we just got approval today. We just got it finished. We picked everything out. We appreciate the help of the people that helped us, Mike and Jim. And we uh, had to bring in female opinion, too, so we got Pippi and Lois. So we have um, the poster is now ordered. So, you know, again, though, we're not a retail store. It's hard. How are we going to do all that? You know, do we have shopping carts and all that mess? Just come to the gig, man. Yeah, just come to, <laughs> come to the party, come to the gig, and and then if we have stuff left over, or even if we don't, maybe if we need to reorder after that, which would be a great problem to have, no. then we'll we'll take it to the web. But I personally, I don't know if there's enough lead time to get everything ordered yeah. and sent to me or to oh, you man. and then shipped out. I don't think yeah. it would be in time. Yeah, extra stuff will be available on eBay or whatever. And, and, and well, let's just say, you know, we had a couple hundred shirts left or whatever. Uh, i got to talk to Michelle about it and see if they'll take them to the other shows. You know, and they can have all the money. We don't care. We just we just want to have them. You know, we'll be fine. That's not the issue. It's it's just a lot of hassle. I don't know yeah. if we've done uh, it before. Now, everybody, if in case you are just listening perhaps to the archive and you're not looking at chat or – at the uh, rungrenradio.blogspot.com. The the poster is strictly, well, and the T-shirt as well, strictly for the Akron gig. I mean, of course, you can buy it if you're not going to the Akron. Sure. But that's what it is styled to. It has those dates on there. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be other other shirts with other dates or all the tour dates on them coming from the Todd Camps. Right? What do yeah. you think? Yeah, we'll we'll find out. I mean, next week we'll probably be able to get some more information about that kind of thing. We're working on it. You know, we're trying to get scoops as fast as we can. The main scoop tonight was there will be webcast of Akron Chicago shows. The poster you can look at it on our blog page, which is http colon forward slash forward slash radio dot blogspot dot com. I'm sure Mike Adrian is going to put it on his site, which is. Todd Rundgren Arena dot blogspot dot com. Yeah. And and, and uh MJ, her webcast web cast mm-hmm. is this Thursday night at seven o'clock central time and Saturday one PM Central Time. You gotta figure out the math on that. Mm-hmm. And you go to U S oh dear. U S E R E A M dot T V slash Gaia G A I Y Y A. There you go. And she's going to be testing that out because she's hoping to be able to webcast the party from Akron on that Saturday night before they watch. And, and another thing was Todd has uh, got some gigs booked. All we know for sure is Annapolis, Ramshead. And I will tell you this. If you do not go buy tickets today, you probably won't get to go to this show. Or you'll be sitting in the side in the back. Those things move like nobody's business. It's a small venue, 300 people maybe. You get tables of four typically. You need to go. Just Google Rams Head Annapolis and get your tickets if you want to go to that show. It's October 21st, and it's um, uh, that's a Wednesday. And then don't forget Chasm. If you want to go see that show in Nashville at the Bluebird or whatever it's called, that is, they go on sale Monday. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we haven't even talked about this, Cruiser Mel. And we got to play some music because everybody's getting tired of our. Now we got to play some music. Pitch. We haven't talked about Michelle's deal with Pippi. Um, Bad Boyfriend show is going to be in Texas, Halloween time frame. I think I it's think the last the weekend two, before, and the yeah, weekend the last, of Halloween. Like mm-hmm. that, last two weekends of October. Yeah, yeah, the weekend of Halloween, the weekend before. I am going to try to make it the weekend of Halloween so that I can get gifts. That's the only reason, and um, yeah, it's all good. That's the only reason. It's the only reason. The only reason. Okay. If I don't get any, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, shit. All right, so we've got 12 minutes. We've got to play some music. This is Kindness. Cruiser Mail uploaded and talked about. It's 5 minutes, 30 seconds, so we'll be back in 5 minutes, 30 seconds. You're listening to RunningRadio.com. Actually, before that, we're going to play our radio commercial that we used in Stanford. Enjoy. See you in a minute. Legendary pop rock icon Todd Rundgren is returning to Fairfield County. Performing his seminal 1973 album, A Wizard, A True Star, in its entirety at the Stanford Center for the Arts Palace Theater on September the 9th. A Wizard, A True Star is universally heralded as the most innovative album of its time. information is available at awatslive.com. Don't miss this rare opportunity to see Todd Rundgren perform this groundbreaking progressive rock album. Visit awatslive.com. That's awatslive.com today to reserve your chance to witness rock and roll history September the 9th at the Palace Theater in Stanford.
How about that sax, Grismo? Well, the little oboe and clarinet. I'm not sure I, I heard sax, but... Uh, I don't know anything. Horn, like, that's you what don't I'm start saying. I don't know shit. But that's uh, a, Brian Gray said it's a sax. <laughs> it was a woodwind. Let's just he called it a soprano sax. Okay, all right, whatever. He went to Berkeley. You don't know. Oh, that. yes, that's true. Okay, there was a soprano sax in there. Excuse Thank me. you. Very all right. nice. So, we've got a show next week, right? Same time and all that? That's correct. Yes. Um, as we get closer, we're going to try to continue to get AWATS folks, maybe even Todd, but right now, we don't know because we got so many things on the plate. But the uh, I do know we have lined up um, Bob Leinbach, the only living a cappella member we have not had besides Doug Legacy. We also have him lined up eventually. Yep. And we have Jenny Maldar, who was with our guest Bobby Strickland on the Nearly Human Tour. And we have, who else? That's who I know we have. Peepers, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I guess um, we're probably got, our, the songs that we've got loaded up are a little longer than what we've got left on the clock here. But I am going to vote for my favorite Todd song ever, mm-hmm. which is called Feel It. I really Okay, think. before we do that, though, we have a request from Mott. That. So here it comes, Mott. This is for you. Uh, let me talk to you for a second. Uh, oh. uh, thank you. Welcome to Akron. This is my first time at Akron. I'm sure it'll be memorable. 
everybody, this is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the crest of the crown, my friend. Well, thank you so much for your support. 